The Secrets of Star Wars is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. Hi, this is Ashley Eckstein, the voice of Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars, and you're listening to the Secrets of Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you. You're listening to the Secrets of Star Wars episode 97. Hello there. It's a power that Jedi have that lets them control people and make things float. Impressive. Every word in that sense was wrong. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I find your lack of faith disturbing. It's against my programming to impersonate a deity. That's not how the Force works. Force is with me, and I am with the Force, and I fear nothing. Remember... The Force will be with you, always. Hey everyone, I'm Angela Ciolana, and you're listening to The Secrets of Star Wars, where we talk about everything connected to that galaxy far, far away, including the deeper themes and meanings. Quick shout out, first of all, to our latest reviewer on Apple Podcasts, who loves the show so much that they dumped, like, almost every emoji known to humanity into their review. So thank you very much. And you, too, can craft a review that lets us know how we're doing and helps Secrets of Star Wars get seen by more people who'd be interested in listening. Um, And also, as the weather changes up in this hemisphere at least um you yes you can stay warm cozy and share your geekery by wearing a secrets of star wars hoodie encapsulating our philosophy of finding hope in a galaxy far far away so it's available in various styles and sizes to fit everyone from a porg to a wookie and you can get yours at sqpn.com slash merch so today we interrupt our regularly scheduled programming to bring you a fun look at lego star wars terrifying tales Uh, in my terrible halloween voice at the beginning of this episode i apologize um the animated special that debuted on disney plus october 1st 2021 joining me today is mudhorn himself andrew hermes hey andrew (laughs) hello Uh, i mean (laughs) that was a great um Great intro. I mean, were you doing Palpatine's laugh or Vinay's laugh? Oh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of hard to distinguish, like, right? Yeah, scary. <laughs> it was scary. It was very. It was it scary. Was... I, I am impressed. <laughs> um, and gosh, I, I I gotta try and pull off a mudhorn costume somehow. I think for Halloween um, to live up to that name, uh, that would be a hard one to pull off. But I think uh, it's worth a shot. Um, yeah. yeah i'm excited to talk about this this is this is gonna be fun yeah and for those who are like totally lost which is basically everyone um that (laughs) name mudhorn came to us from our listener abraham so thanks abraham for your great email and i'll be sharing more about that at the end of the show um but yeah andrew bro it's been like literally 15 episodes i went back and i counted like since (laughs) you and i were on a show together oh my gosh (laughs) yeah that's that's crazy so yeah. this is going to be fun. This is like a fresh new thing for our listeners here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 going to be good to get back into the swing of it, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, OK, so well, set the scene for us. So how did you end up watching Terrifying Tales? Were you together with your family? Were you solo? And what were your first impressions? Yeah, I definitely watched it with the family. Um, I think I ended up watching it either the night or the night after it initially came out um it just happened by chance Uh, i was obviously planning to watch it at some point but 
uh, you know, we were at home one night and uh, my three-year-old daughter really wanted to uh, watch a movie and eat popcorn. And she is definitely a big uh, Halloween buff already. <laughs> Uh, she's very into Halloween and wow. Uh, yeah, I just, I threw on Disney plus. I'm like, Oh, that's right. Terrifying tales is out. And we watched it together. And, uh, well, real quick, her impression of it was awesome. <laughs> I mean, she loved every second of it. Um, uh, and, uh, for me, this was just a lot of fun and it was mm-hmm. surprising how, uh, the 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 type of lore they were getting into um yeah having one of the main storylines like getting into you know kylo ren's transformation <laughs> i thought was a big swing um and uh i think they hit it out of the park uh for the most part and <laughs> uh i just love how they used uh obviously all the characters we love and put mm-hmm. them in a situation where there were actually stakes i mean for a lego a star wars yeah. property uh right. there were there were there were stakes there was a there was a story arc it wasn't just like cracking jokes i think the holiday special um trended more towards just being fun and right. uh, being self-aware That's true yeah and and i think this one did all that too uh obviously very self-aware but i think it took some more chances and and tried to tell a more compelling story and the animation i think this is the best looking lego star wars uh anything that i've seen i i think you can definitely tell that they upped the animation game on this one and um it was very visually compelling um for again for a lego star wars property mm-hmm. um and yeah it was the the all the voice acting was great christian slater was great as ren <laughs> yeah. um uh doing his best impression of uh Kiefer Sutherland's character. Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> yeah. uh, I thought he, he I, I love, I love Christian Slater. So I, um, that, that was, uh, that was fun to, to have him, have him on there. And yeah, I, I ate it all up. I, all three little stories were, I think, uh, really fun and, uh, interesting at the same time. I think people like us, uh, adults can enjoy it as well. It's, it's great for the young ones. I thought Dean was a great character to introduce mm-hmm. um and and have you know play a big role in the story so yeah overall i i, I really don't have anything uh that bothered me about it I, I i i enjoyed the heck out of it i watched it again um recently in preparation for this podcast and and enjoy enjoyed it just as much uh, <laughs> if not more so yeah i'm i'm all for it and i i think this will be a halloween tradition uh every year oh yeah i sure hope so um i think this is the first like halloween lego thing that we've gotten from, i think so. as far as star yeah. wars so yeah um that would be really fun i think it lends itself to you know halloween um there were a lot of great tie-ins with star wars canon and the creatures and you know the the lore and the mythology and all that good stuff um so yeah i i watched with my husband um, we don't have any kids, so it's just like, I mean, but we we just watch Lego Star Wars stuff anyway, just by ourselves, because oh, yeah. why not? Um, of course, you have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, I definitely enjoyed the callbacks, you know, um, like you were saying, the canon stuff, um, but as well as the horror thriller, you know, um, movies that were kind of tied in TV and stuff. Uh, but we'll get into all that in our discussion today. So, yeah, let's get into it. Um 
And actually, we are starting off with Lego Darth Vader and Palpatine to reintroduce the character of Vinay, Lord Vader's <laughs> servant. So, okay, Andrew, so what was your impression of this first scene? And give me your thoughts on Vinay, because if you're a Star Wars nerd, I think you kind of take pride in like knowing the side characters like Vinay, right? Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I didn't recognize who it was right away. I mean, uh-huh. I, I thought it was like a like a Palpatine lookalike or, or something. <laughs> yeah. um, but then in the, Lego, they look very much alike. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. There's only so much you can do with <laughs> with, with those shapes, right? Um, but but yeah, you learn quickly. It's Vinay, and it's like, oh wow! Like <laughs> uh, they're like right off the bat, you, you know that they're going to some deep dark corners of of Star Wars, um, and. Oh, I, lo- I just loved it. I mean, that first shot of, of Mustafar and, and, you know, making it uh, seem like the the typical first shot of any horror movies like Loud Thunder uh-huh. and, uh, <laughs> you know, the creepy music. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, we get the comedy with 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 Lego Darth Vader. You know, <laughs> Vinay having his bath ready and uh, giving him a rubber ducky, you know, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Oh, it was a great, great way to to kick it off. And then having the the many, many years later on the, <laughs> uh, on the very recognizable, uh, you know, Star Wars, uh, you know, intro, right. intro screen. Um, yeah, it was. Just yeah, great, yeah it, I, it was a great way to kick it off. Yeah. You know, Lego Vader is always a kid. He's like, he always acts like a kid. I just love that. That's so much fun. Um, And, you know, having the little rubber ducky for his bath was like the cherry on top there. Um, Vinay, I just thought that was a hilarious idea. Like once they got this close up of Vinay's face, I was like, oh, they're going to make him like the conniving butler character, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, because like, yeah, my husband and I, we re- we recently revisited the Haunted Mansion on Disney Plus because they just remade it, uh, Muppets version. We just watched that and, too. Yeah. yeah, and so same thing, right? The conniving butler is mm-hmm. the, always the one behind everything. So yes. yeah, that was tons of fun. Um, and as you're saying, many, many years later, <laughs> we get these familiar faces of Poe Dameron, BB-8, right? Um, crash landing in the Mustafar system. And they're trying to find help and they wander into the under construction Castle Vader, uh, the galaxy's first all exclusive Sith inspired luxury resort, <laughs> which is a hilarious thought in and of itself. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. And it's like it's oh, so you're building a hotel. That's <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're taking Darth Vader's castle and turning it into a hotel. Yeah, it sounds great. Which kind of does sound great. I mean, oh, I, I would stay maybe there. stay for like one night, maybe like yeah. half a night. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we meet Grabella the Hut, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Andrew, I don't know about you, but I found him to be like just as delightfully annoying as he probably should be for this character, right? <laughs> oh yeah, just just right away when when he's just you know begging Poe to like. Don't you haven't you heard of me? Like, <laughs> you know, like uh, then finally, like, uh, you know, cousin of the late great job of the hunt. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, that's that's really the only way anyone's going to know who this guy is. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's there's a lot of, uh, you know, guys in real estate um, that, that make a name for themselves uh, that, that are uh, of his species. So right. I thought that, yeah, I thought it was right away. It was a great introduction to his character. And, and it, it was it was hilarious. And it's that trope of 
well, it's two. It's like the business person who's eager to like just make a buck, make anything into a tourist attraction, right? Yeah. And then plus, I think in the horror, you know, kind of genre, you always have this like real estate agent or like the owner of the house or like something, this person who is like in a haunted house type of movie who, mm-hmm. you know, is the reason that we actually are brought to the house, right? And be yeah. able to like see inside the creepy location. So, um, but Grabella actually recognizes Poe for his heroic deeds on Exegol, which I thought that was cool. I was like, okay, I know that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And all of a sudden, you know, he needs a celebrity endorsement from him, which is also hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so this is when we get inside the castle lobby and, you know, the collection of troopers on pedestals, (laughs) very like Hall of Presidents kind of, you know, Disney. (laughs) Um, the animatronic, you know, yeah. Darth Vader, who <laughs> is out of order, of course. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and so in comes another new character, Dean, as you mentioned, Andrew, um, a young man or boy who is working for Grabella out of necessity and he wants to help his family, but he hates the job. And so, you know, yeah, like you were saying, Andrew, I thought Dean was kind of like representing the younger audience that was watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought also, you know, adults could kind of relate to his problem, like his situation got empathized with his motivations as a character. So I thought that was kind of neat too. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it was, it's great for, for that character to, to sort of be the eyes for the, the younger audience and, um, have like someone the kids can relate to and, and have a heroic character that they can, uh, you know take inspiration from uh and and yeah who knows i mean if uh, i don't know how I, I i don't have any ideas of how well the this 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 movie did or, or mm-hmm. ratings wise but i i can totally see dean being you know having a spin-off or some sort you know some spin-off show or whatever um just another star wars uh ip to to introduce to uh you know the lego universe and more money for Disney and Lego, but you know, more <laughs> fun for the kids. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I again, and I know we'll, uh, when everything, you know, when we talk about the ending of, of, of the movie and, and the role that he plays, I think, mm-hmm. I think it was a really great character. It didn't feel like just a throw in um, for the kids. Like he, he served a purpose and, and, and played a pivotal role um, in the, in the resolution uh, of the mm-hmm. film. So yeah, I, I, I really dug his character. Yeah, and it's very Star Wars. It's like, you know, the young person who has all these dreams and goals and skills, and yet they're stuck, you know, in the drudgery of every day and just kind of finding their way in life. So, yeah, that was very Star Wars as well. Um, And he kind of looks up to Poe, right, as his Mm -hmm. model, his role model. Um, And so Poe is actually, like, about to leave with Dean to fix his ship when Benet appears thinking that, you know, Poe is going to be the brave stranger to fulfill the prophecy of Mustafar. Mm. Of course, there's got to be a prophecy because this is a horror movie. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And so he has to keep him there and he starts telling these quote unquote terrifying tales. And so, um, Andrew, you know, I thought this was a great kind of tie into another classic characteristic of like horror TV or film where there's always that one person who's kind of breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. and introducing something about the story or, you know, telling the story to the audience. Right. Yeah. It's very, you know, it's, they're obviously 
you know, riffing off of Twilight Zone. You know, every mm-hmm. you know, every episode has like uh you know the the narrator that comes on screen and is talking to the audience and presenting the story. So yeah, very, very common uh trope. Uh something you see most recently also on Disney Plus in the What If series. Mm-hmm. Uh you have the the watcher character that that plays that role. Um uh, and breaks that fourth wall and and acknowledges the audience. Um so yeah, it's it's uh it's tried and true and mm-hmm. and and I think uh it was a, a an obvious thing for them to do uh in a Halloween special. Yeah, you know, I immediately thought of uh Alfred Hitchcock in the right. series that he did in the 1950s and 60s called Alfred Hitchcock Hour. Mm-hmm. And that was where he would like literally just stand there and talk to the camera to introduce the thriller or the drama or whatever the story was to the audience. And then he would come back at the end and he would reiterate kind of the moral of the story. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Vinay doesn't do that here at the end, but I think kind of Poe steps into that role a little bit where he kind of talks about no like the moral of the story is like you shouldn't do this or you know yeah so that was kind of neat too um especially in something for kids so um so we get our first terrifying tale and that was the lost boy and the story of how young ben solo first meets ren and his knights of ren um so andrew let's talk about it so what what did you think of this way to kind of revisit the knights of ren uh, this was great. I mean, I love, <laughs> I love Lost Boys. Um, and I love, like I mentioned, I, I love Christian Slater. Um, and having him play like that, the David Powers character was, was really fun. And, uh, and again, getting into Kylo's like backstory, um, uh, seeing how more of that evolution from, you know, just being a uh, Luke student to, uh, becoming, a member of the Knights of Ren and, and becoming Kylo Ren. I thought that was like, uh, really, I, I did not expect that. I wouldn't expect yeah. a story like that. Um, uh, because it's, it's like, wow, this is like all, I guess you can call it canon, right? Is it technically canon? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. With Star Wars, it's always well, like wishy-washy, yeah, right? Lego, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lego is not technically canon. There you go. Yeah. But yeah. But so since you're talking about that, um, there is apparently a comic series, mini series about um, the rise of Kylo Ren, and there is. Yeah, was looking right. into it. I guess it it does mirror this story as we see it in Terrifying Tales. It's not exactly the same, but it is sure. basically like you know Ren, and there is this guy, and he has these knights, and right. So yeah, I mean, it's not like the Lego retelling isn't canon, but it yeah. is basically a canon story, right? So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I know. I, I love it. And the, the sax solo and everything like it was <laughs> very, very spot on, very, very <laughs> 80s. You know, you have, you have your 80s montage and with, with the music and all that, like they they pulled off the, the parody of that really well. Yeah. Yeah. So I was I was immediately intrigued as well, because I like I said, I haven't read the comic. I didn't know the, the canon story. Um, so I was intrigued. And um, you know, if if you're listening, you're like, what is what Christian Slater, like Kiefer Sutherland, what are you talking about? <laughs> so there's this 1987 vampire movie, Joel Schumacher movie called The Lost Boys. 
And the title card of like when when Vinay tells the story of like the lost boy, right? Like the way that they did the font and everything, it resembles the movie title. Oh, yeah. There's right? no mistaking it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think most people would be familiar with like the Lost Boys in terms of Peter Pan, which apparently that was that influenced, um, the movie, um, where, you know, the boys go to Neverland cause they don't want to grow up. And so, um, obviously if you're a vampire, you know, you're eternal or something, I guess. <laughs> so, um, but in the movie, it's not a family friendly movie. Okay. <laughs> No, it's not. Um, no, <laughs> no <at all. laughs> uh, but the central character ends up getting lured by like this biker gang of vampires into, you know, their coven or whatever. And there's this famous scene that we're, you know, you're talking about the shirtless saxophone player. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that so was awesome. in there. Um, and then the one where they're hanging from the railroad bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also in the movie. Um, and so, yeah, so the movie co-starred Kiefer Sutherland. He was the the biker gang head. And here in Terrifying Tales, that character was voiced by Christian Slater. So I thought that was kind of neat. Like, I almost wonder if they asked Kiefer Sutherland to voice this character. I would then, think I would think they probably tried because yeah. they, getting Christian Slater, who he wasn't in Lost Boys, but he's right. from that era, right? Uh-huh. So yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I would I would guess that they probably tried to to get him, but um, Christian Slater is definitely no slouch, and, and, and again, I'm a big fan of his. So I, I and he has a very 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 recognizable voice. Uh, yes. So it was it was cool to to have him play that role. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and honestly, like this. This story and everything was like so great, but the most entertaining thing about this terrifying tale for me was the 1980s, 1990s biker hair on the Ren character. I just, (laughs) to see a Lego with that hair, I, it was hilarious. I loved it. Um, (laughs) So, so ultimately Ben ends up hanging with the Knights of Ren who quote unquote, take what they want. And so, you know, it's like a toxic gang situation, right? Like Ben is targeted. He's bullied because he doesn't want to torch Uncle Luke's academy. And they start calling him Kylo, which means small and weak, apparently. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Like, what did you think of that? Like how they kind of tied in the the canon stories that we know, like with this new story. Again, yeah, that was that was another thing like you you see why he was called Kylo and again, not Canon, but I mean, we haven't heard an explanation for his name, uh, mm-hmm. in, in, in the movies, at least, uh, I don't know about the comics. Um, but it's, it's another thing where they, they, they're, they're not, they're not afraid to, to go into these like very, very like major characters of star Wars yeah. and, and really dig into their, their background and their evolution. Uh, and, and I think that, that just, that adds to the enjoyment of, of these Lego Star Wars, uh, you know, films and shows, especially for Star Wars fans, um, that, that are entrenched in the lore. Um, it really raises our eyebrows, you know, it's not, it's not like, oh, they're, they're doing this cute thing with some like, uh, obscure character and having fun with it. It's like, no, they're these, this is Kylo Ren and we're, we're learning, you know, stuff that we didn't see in the films. Uh, yeah. And, and maybe stuff that will, you know, just 
let's let's be real the stuff from the sequel trilogy will probably never see in live action again at least not for a long time <laughs> so <laughs> whether you're a fan of it or not i mean let's be real uh but getting to uh but getting but getting but getting stories uh from that uh from from those uh from the sequel trilogy and, and these animated series and lego wherever you might get them um i think it's really fun uh and uh for for people who whether they enjoyed again whether they enjoy the sequel trilogy or not um you're seeing it in a new light <clears throat> and excuse me and you're and you're getting new information that you never had mm-hmm. before so it's 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 all it's all wonderful stuff yeah and you know again it has that lego star wars feel to it where they're kind of poking fun like you know yeah. um Han Solo shows up and he's like, oh, I guess we're doing dream sequences now. Huh? <laughs> yeah. uh, which, of course, goes back to like episode nine where he just randomly shows up and starts talking to Kylo. So, yeah, you know, and um, also, you know, I thought about episode eight where Snoke actually calls Kylo Ren weak. Um, and so it definitely kind of, you know, it fits into what we know, like you're saying, and it is refreshing. It's fun to kind of to learn these new things. Um, so, yeah, fun stuff there. Um, ultimately, the lesson that Vinay tries to teach with the story is to take what you want. Right. But ultimately, we see that that is a dangerous thing to do because after the story, then Vinay reveals this door behind which lies Sith artifacts. And so Poe is like all eager to, re- you know, fulfill the audience's expectations of like, he's the brave stranger who fulfills the prophecy. Um, But he asks Dean to help him open this door. And so they do it together. And we come to, you know, this long corridor. There's a lightsaber repository. Interesting. And we are introduced to the saber of Skardaunt. Ergo, the second terrifying tale called uh, The Dueling Monstrosities. Um, Now, Andrew, I felt like this story was fun again because it pokes a lot of fun at the canon elements of how like Darth Maul and General Grievous were reborn and kind of how ridiculous both of their characters are. Um I so love that. did you have like favorite things about this this terrifying tale? So oh, so many things. Uh <laughs> well, well, I, I I anytime you bring in Darth Maul I'm I'm gonna be there. Uh, and <laughs> glad that you know Sam what we're voicing again. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, from the beginning, I mean, going through all the different uh, robotic legs that <laughs> Darth, Darth Maul, oh you know, just finding one that would work and <laughs> obviously landing on the spider legs <laughs> that, that we all uh, th- that we all remember. Um, yeah, as that was happening, I, I looked over to my husband. And I was like, you know, this is actually canon. Like this actually yeah. happened in the story. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, really? Like, because it's that ridiculous. Exactly. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, and then and then giving Grievous that, that same sort of treatment um Mm -hmm. it it was that was a lot of fun um and i i thought the the fight scene was awesome Mm -hmm. between uh maul and and grievous it was it was really the animation and everything it was it was really fun and really inventive uh and uh gosh it was it was impressive yeah i think the stuff the jokes about their their rebirths were were probably my favorite part it was mm-hmm. it was it was it was so great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you were saying, Sam Whitworth coming back as Darth Maul, 
Um, and if you're, you know, you're just kind of tuning in for this episode and you've never heard us talk about Sam Witwer or any of the voice actors before, he mm-hmm. is kind of like the fan favorite voice for Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Um, he played Maul in the Clone Wars series and then when Maul was reborn. Um, and uh, he recently voiced him in the feature film Solo as well. Um, and so and then we had Matt Wood reprise his role as General Grievous, which I mean, lots of cough comedy, right? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. (laughs) So much fun there. Um, The cough drop joke, I think, was one of my favorites where Maul is like, oh, do you need a cough drop and drops him off a cliff? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. That was good. good. (laughs) Don't have a leg to stand on? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, The puns, yeah, the puns were were excellent. Um, yeah, so that's one of my favorite things about these Lego specials is just like how they just take all these ridiculous things in the canon and just burst them open. That's, that's the greatest comedy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, then, you know, Darth Maul, you know, breaking the lightsaber as soon as he's about to give like it was, that was just amazing. Like (laughs) as he was like giving a, a, like a, I think he was, yeah, he was a about, soliloquy or something. Yeah, yeah, going into one of his soliloquies, <laughs> you, you got the the word right there, and and reveal about to reveal his like master plan uh, to not give it to not give it to him, and then it just breaks, and, <laughs> and then he has that long fall again. It's kind of Darth Maul's uh, inevitable uh, end is having to to have a huge drop, so to speak. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, I thought that was hilarious how like the whole story, like we're learning about this lightsaber and how great it is. And then like it ends up being broken in the end. And that's how we get it like yeah. in, the, in the story. <laughs> so, yeah, the twisted lesson here is that uh, as Vinay says, power comes not from serving others, but from serving yourself. And so Dean gets into further trouble with that when he unlocks another door. And that leads us into the first temple of Mustafar with a whole lot of Sith treasures, including a Sith holocron. And uh, that gets us into our last tale because Vinay is trying to explain what a holocron is. And he says it can grant any wish. And Dean says, oh, that's just like a Wookiee's paw. And then Poe gets into it and he's like, well, I don't believe those stories about Wookiee's paw or whatever. And they're having this conversation. I'm like, oh, the Wookiee's paw, that must be like the monkey's paw. And so the (laughs) Wookiee's paw, it tells us uh, what might have happened if uh, all of Luke Skywalker's wishes were immediately granted. Um, So, you know, Andrew, this one was a lot of fun as well. We got a lot of Darth Maul or Darth Vader and uh, Luke Skywalker here, but kind of like a backwards, like twisted Luke Skywalker. Uh, so, oh, yeah. what, what were your, some some of your favorite things about this one? Uh, oh man, um, just the whole premise of it being like a <laughs> again, this was like a riff of Twilight Zone, um, a what if you know sort of thing. Uh, Luke having blue milk <laughs> for breakfast, <laughs> um, blue milk mustache. Yes, yeah, uh, it. Yeah, I I think like the seeing Luke seeing that side of Luke Skywalker um was was really fun and um I like that uh the whole the whole uh concept of Wookiee Paw like you were talking about um and you know it's it's very 
it was it was very um i think consistent with luke's character like him wishing that he could be more powerful than vader um mm-hmm. and you know clutching the the wookie paw um like i don't know how many times he did that but <laughs> it's it's like uh you see luke uh when he's because he's like going towards the dark side you see how he ages and it's yeah uh, it's it's a it's a cool sort of like um story of again a what if scenario of like if, if luke went towards the dark side and obviously something that it was always teased you know was kind of teased in the original trilogy and um and 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 a, and a whole bunch of supplemental like uh material like in the novels and the comic books and stuff like that um so it's always fun to see luke flirt with the dark side uh, mm-hmm. uh in any sort of story and 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 to have fun with it in, in a Lego Star Wars movie, um, I, I think it was it was greatly executed, like like the the, la- the previous two uh, uh, terrifying tales. So um, yeah, I, I I loved it. I thought I thought it was really cool, and uh, and again, um, something I wasn't expecting them to do, mm-hmm. uh, taking the most beloved characters, right. right, and 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 really showing a different side of them. Um, so yeah, I. I, I really, really uh, enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, I mentioned the monkey's paw. So immediately when I heard them talking about the Wookiee's paw, I thought of this classic British horror film, um, which I only know about because I was in film club in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was from 1948. It was directed by Norman Lee. And it's based on a story by W.W. W. Jacobs, which I'm pretty sure we had to read in like middle school or high school or something. And it's about a charm um, that's made from a severed monkey's paw and you it grants three wishes and it gives you whatever you wish for. But of course, the whole lesson is be careful what you wish for because uh, you really don't want what you think you want. So right. um, if you've never seen the monkey's paw, you know, go look it up on YouTube. It's it's a real classic. It starts a little slow. It's not flashy, but it's good storytelling. Um, and it's been a while since I've seen it, so I wouldn't go so far as to say that it's kid friendly, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but definitely, you know, if you're, if you're looking for like a good classic horror movie, that's a, a good one to check out. Um, but yeah, some fun Star Wars moments here, like, you know, Luke being too short to be a stormtrooper. That was like, <laughs> yeah. like what Leia says, like, oh, you don't you, aren't you too short to be a stormtrooper? Um, also, of course, you know, the training sequence with Luke on Vader's shoulders instead of Yoda's. <laughs> yes. And um, Vader giving Luke a kiss before he swings over the chasm, which was like, <laughs> just totally over the top. Yes. <laughs> um, lots of fun stuff in there. Uh, so, yeah, totally fun. Um, and so we've heard the three tales at this point. Dean opens the Sith holocron which then, you know, sets off this chaos of the awakening of the battle droids and Vinay turning into this kind of like Sith Iron Man meets Transformer, (laughs) (laughs) which was so fun Um, and also ridiculous. Um, And, you know, ultimately leads to like the destruction of the castle, like everything is just up in smoke. Um, and I think that's when we learned that Vinay's droid's name is N-I-L-8. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think probably my favorite, like, 
moment of the special like of course there's so much fun and everything but i think the whole like moral of the story at the end here where like poe is teaching dean about fear and courage and he says you can't control fear but you can choose what to do with it because without fear you can't have courage and i mean i almost like almost slightly got choked up a little bit (laughs) because i feel like like as an adult like i've learned that lesson too like i've had to go i think we all have to go through that you know sure um so i was kind of curious like what did you think of that like being a dad of course like Mm -hmm. you know your daughter's so young but at the same time you know like i i would think it'd be cool as a dad to have something that you're watching you know together to have like this nice moral of the story so what did you think about like how they did that and how it was conveyed and everything I really liked it because, you know, for a Halloween special and, and trying to be, you know, spooky and scary and, and obviously being really funny, um, uh, like any good Star Wars story, they, they instill a lot of good values and, and, uh, and hope, right? That's, mm-hmm. uh, I think, I think this special, um, uh, didn't lack any of that. Um, I, I think, uh again the character of dean sort of uh being a relatable uh hero uh for for young people um and embodying those values i think was was wonderful and and yeah i i thought you know just watching with my daughter um even though she's 3 i mean she's she's starting to understand these sorts sorts of things and and i think that it's it's nice to have uh something that I enjoy so much like Star Wars being able to communicate those sorts of things to her. So, um, that's always a big plus, uh, cause, uh, minus all the fun and having, like having all the fun with it and, and, uh, visually and, and, and with, uh, you know, how they're telling these stories, I think, uh, what sets Star Wars apart is, is having those sorts of characteristics, um, in there. Um, and I don't think it would be, uh a memorable or as good of a special without those things so um uh i really i really like how they wrapped things up at the end and, um and still kept it uh with that recognizable star wars sort of good feeling good natured lesson at the end yeah you know everybody gets their happy ending at the end right like dean gets to go off with poe and mm-hmm. um even Grabella, he's like, hey, let's let's start something new, a new project. Yeah. All right, we're going to make a million bucks or whatever. <laughs> um, uh, but Vinay, of course, being the villain, right, he gets a golem death. Like, yeah, at the that end. was cool. <laughs> that was, I was like, wow, that, but, it, you know, it's exactly, it's exactly, it's, it's the, the treasure that's being, you know, sought after that has the deadly kind of power that ultimately needs to be destroyed and the person that so wants it. I think he up. says, I think he literally says, be careful what you wish for. Right. When, uh-huh. when he throws it. Yeah. So yeah, there's a yeah. the lesson right there. Exactly. Right. And so that leads to his demise. So mm. yeah, I mean, ultimately all of his story, story morals were backwards, right? Like mm-hmm. at first he was saying, Oh, it's better to like, take what you want, you know? Uh, but ultimately it's better to share, right. Than to take, there's more power in being of service to others. Um, and instead of wanting immediately immediate gratification, you know, it's it's often better to practice patience and wait. So, yeah, this being a Halloween special, um, 
you know, seeing from the eyes of faith, you know, yeah, I, I mean, having fun with like the whole like dressing up and, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, that is just, that's fun. And that's, you know, that's one thing. Um, and we can still do that, you know, as Catholics and, and also ultimately it's all Hallows Eve. Right. And yes. so, um, all saints Eve. And so that's when we like, remember our heroes, remember the saints. And those are people that practiced heroic virtue, right? Like encourage is definitely one of those things, patience, all these things that we learned from this, uh, fun special. So, you know, ultimately like, I think for me, that was kind of a tie into, right? Like that's the best thing about the, this time of year for me is, you know, getting into the holiday season with family time and special, you know, things that we do together. But then also, yeah, this fly that's flying into my face. Um, <laughs> um, and, you know, just having those moments where we can be together and, and tell stories and learn stuff from each other and, but remembering those those heroes, the ultimately what all of these holidays are about, right, is about living with virtue and all that good stuff. Oh, absolutely! I totally agree. And again, it's it's uh, it's something that Star Wars is really good at doing, um, and and bringing up those values. And whether it's, I mean, it's obviously intentional, but uh, I mean, but relating it to, I think you, you did a really good job of relating it to our faith and and uh, tying it in with. Uh, all Saints Day, All Hallows Eve, and all that. So, um, yeah, I, I really like that point, man. Yeah. Well, any any final thoughts or any favorite things that we missed mentioning? Oh man, um, <laughs> I'm sure there's so many things. There are lots of things. Yeah, I think, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we already went over probably the the ones that stand out for me. Like obviously the uh, Darth Maul and Grievous uh, rebirths and um uh the, the all the blue the the blue milk making a reappearance mm-hmm. blue milk was always funny to me because <laughs> <laughs> it was just so ridiculous in the movie and then uh seeing seeing like star wars like really lean into it like like from going to disneyland and and from from them selling blue milk everywhere to seeing it in the lego star wars special that was, yes now that's commercialized yeah yeah absolutely it's it's another thing they're really good at doing right um and obviously david powers and the whole lost boy uh parodying mm. was was excellent um yeah the only thing left i think i'd have to say is uh i hope this sets a new standard for these specials um because yeah, like I mentioned before, the I really enjoyed the holiday special, but I think this took it like to the next level. Um, so I think there's they're showing a willingness to uh, really dig into these characters, um, you know, backstories and and play around with their uh, um, uh, play play around with their mythology. Um, uh, in a in a in a serious you know in a fun way but again it's uh not something that you would expect out of these ips so i i I hope um you know the holiday specials and whatever else they do with the the lego stuff that we're gonna have until the end of time because lego lego star wars lego anything is is always a gonna be successful um uh i i hope this sets the new standard and and i hope they uh because it because yeah, I, if they release another special and doesn't live up to this, it would be kind of disappointing. So I hope um, <laughs> I hope they I hope they keep it up. 
Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Um, well, I know there are tons of little references, like I said, to horror movies and and Star Wars things that we missed. So if we did not discuss your favorite, please let us know. Um, at the top of the program, I mentioned that Abraham emailed us some questions for our 100th episode. He suggested a nickname for each of us, and Andrews was Mudhorn. <laughs> and so now, Abraham, like as much as I appreciate the nickname Bad Batcher, I feel like I have another one that fits me better. Ooh. But I also feel like no one will guess it. So I will reveal it on the 100th show. Um, but I guarantee none of you listening will be able to guess this nickname. So if you want to take a wild guess, or if you want to send in more questions for our 100th episode, please email us at starwars at sqpn.com. Or you can find Star Wars, or excuse me, Star Quest on Facebook, facebook.com slash starquestmedia. And you can leave us a comment there. You can simply tweet us, SQPN. Um, be sure to uh, share the podcast also on social media. And uh, now I want to thank some VIPs who truly make it possible for us to create Secrets of Star Wars. Our patrons, including Georgia NZ, Ricky S, Joseph S, and Thomas H. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the Secrets of Star Wars and all the shows at StarQuest. So you can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. And hey, have you ever told anybody about the show before and you forgot about like all the places where people can find this podcast. <laughs> okay, have no fear. So you can tell your friends to subscribe to Secrets of Star Wars in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or YouTube on the SQPN YouTube channel. And previous episodes can also be found at sqpn.com slash Star Wars. So go out and share the good news about our podcast. Um, so next week, we will be back to take a deeper look into the fifth episode of the anime series, Star Wars Visions, The Ninth Jedi. So until next time we meet again, Andrew Hermes, thank you for joining me in sharing the secrets of Star Wars. It was a great pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> and once again, I'm Angela Cialana. Thank you for listening to the secrets of Star Wars on StarQuest. Quest.